big takeaway from this report, which follows off from reports that we did four years ago and a little bit before that, is that there is an increasing level of extremism, which I have to be honest, was surprising because it's difficult to imagine that the Iranian curriculum could indeed be more extreme. But what we are seeing now is a greater focus on Iran's efforts to export its Islamic revolution across the region, across the Middle East, across the Arab Middle East. And we see that personified. That is to say that every student is encouraged themselves to to engage in this activity, in militant activity. And the bottom line is Iranian hegemony in the region, Iranian control over the whole region. So students in Iran are being prepared for what is an endless war. And within that, we see, for instance, attitude to Israel. It has always been obviously hateful. It has always been extreme in and of itself. But now the total war against Israel is presented as something which is, which is achievable. It's not a theory. It's not an ideal it is not something which, you know, the Ayatollah wistfully hopes would happen, but um, absolutely achievable. And so that, of course, is, you know, extraordinarily worrying because if you combine that with this idea of, you know, revolutionary war, if you combine that with every student being involved in that, if you combine that with the idea of, of genocide, because essentially there is an idea of genocide of Jews in that, um, with what is actually uh, a curriculum which pedagogically has decent standards. It is quite high in relation to educational standards. So what you have is a a cadre, a collection of what should be well-equipped young adults in Iran who were ready to carry out the leadership's bidding in a uh, totally revolutionary way. Now, when we come to uh, the Jewish question, there it's open anti-Semitism. I presume there's no um, there's no um, attempt to disguise uh, the anti-Semitism. No, no. I mean, the, the Iranians don't don't really feel the need to. It is not as if their engagement with the outside world is like it is with some countries in the Gulf, a, a reach out. Um, so where they have to, you know, try and balance, if you like, older tribal religious ideas with. Uh, you know, pointing themselves in the direction of the modern world and doing business with the modern world. Uh, There is no wiggle room here. And so, yes, there is absolute outright um, anti-Semitism, anti-Semitic tropes, uh, you know, Jewish control, so classic anti-Semitic ideas. Zionism is is an evil organization. And, you know, this... this, Is, is 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 the Holocaust even mentioned? No, no. The Holocaust is completely uh, ignored, denied, if you like, because they are taught in great detail about World War II. And so it is you know, not really easy to talk about World War II without talking about Hitler's war against the Jews. Uh, and yet here it is completely ignored. But then we, we know that the Iranian leadership considers the Holocaust to be uh, at best a hoax or, or, or word something which Jews use to you know, leverage control. What about the uh, Iran's nuclear program and its missile development? Presumably, um, it's not taught to children that Iran is seeking a nuclear bomb. So this is this is interesting. No, they, they are not explicitly taught that, and, and this is you know another way that we know how much control there is over this curriculum because there is something 
you know, a very, if you like, intelligent and well thought out about the uh, about you know the creation of this curriculum. So the nuclear idea is presented as something it is talked about it's presented which is important to Iran but not in relation to a military nuclear infrastructure but a nuclear infrastructure which is important and useful to the country and you know let the reader decide what exactly is meant by that what finally what about uh, the uh, sunni world we know there is a deep um, historical hostility between the two branches, Shia and Sunni. Iran is the leading Shia power, of course. But, of course, many Iranian proxies are Sunni. We just take the examples in the Gaza Strip, the Islamic mm. Jihad and Hamas. Exactly right. And there is praise for those Sunni allies of theirs, for the Muslim Brotherhood, which is, you know, entirely a Sunni extreme movement. And, of course, the, the Quds forces of uh, Qassam Soleimani. So, the, uh, you know, the uh, idea of the support of uh, Sunnah allies obviously would make it difficult for them to criticize uh, Sunni per se. And, by the way, you know, this is interesting. One sees this in uh, other curricula in the region where, you know, there is no attack of uh, or great attack of Sunnah against uh, Shia or Shina, Shia against Sunnah. Often it is dressed up. And so, you know, if you can move the Shia to, if you like, the um, polytheist bracket, which is what often happens, then you can attack them more clearly. But, um, you know, if you're going to celebrate Arab proxy militias, who are basically Sunni militias, then, you know, it's difficult to criticize uh, Sunni thinking within your curriculum.